Welcome to Sound Prince Audio Magazine, a production of the Kentucky Council of the Blind. Sound Prince is underwritten by the American Printing House for the Blind and the Louisville Downtown Lions Club. I'm Carla Rushevel. I'm your host for this week's magazine. This is Sound Prince for the week of February 17, 2019. Several KCB chapters had a busy week this week. The Support Alliance of the Visually Impaired in Owensboro sponsored three activities, their monthly meeting on Tuesday, a workshop on Friday, and bowling on Saturday. The Kentucky Council of Citizens with Low Vision had their first in-person peer support group meeting this past Thursday. It included a demonstration of the new eyes glasses, and there were 24 people in attendance, which is a record number for that group. The Greater Louisville Council of the Blind held their roundabout on Friday including a Melaleuca presentation from Melanie Pesco and information about the Freestyle Libra glucose meter presented by President Bill Wright. The Guide Dog Users of Kentuckiana on Saturday had a dine-out at Frisch's on Shelbyville Road in Louisville, and 22 people were in attendance at that meeting. In total, nearly 70 individuals participated in KCB activities this week. On page two this week, you will find announcements from the Kentucky Office for the Blind, including the appointment of individuals to some key positions within the department, as well as the opening of an additional category for providing more services to blind consumers. On page three is information about activities and services of KCB and its chapters, as well as the American Council of Blind Lions, ACB Families, and the Library Users of America. This page includes activities of the organizations as well as membership information. And on page 4, Bill Wright, President of the Greater Louisville Council of the Blind, describes the Freestyle Continuous Glucose Meter, which he uses to monitor his blood sugar levels. He discusses the accessibility of the Freestyle Libra. If you are diabetic, you will enjoy this particular presentation. And on page 5 is the Sound Prince calendar. Page 2. The following information concerns the Division of Services for the Blind in the Office of Vocational Rehabilitation. First, Cora McNabb has announced some new hires within the Office for the Blind. The new Division Director of Blind Services is Helga Gilbert. Helga has worked for the Office for the Blind for four years prior to accepting the position of Division Director of Blind Services. She worked several years ago for vocational rehabilitation and then stayed at home for several years with her children. She has her Master's in Rehabilitation Counseling as well as her CRC. She has been an Administrator and the Project Director for the Career Pathway Grant the past three years under OFB. Helga most recently worked closely with Corey McNabb on the Blind Vendor Culinary Training with Jefferson Community Technical College. She has been instrumental in working with counselors along with Jenny Tyree in developing employer relationships and expanding resources for students at the McDowell Center. Her office is at the McDowell Center off the computer lab right inside the front entrance. She is spending a lot of time getting to know staff in the Independent Living Older Individuals Who Are Blind program 
the Bioptic Driving Program, the Deaf-Blind Program, and Orientation and Mobility. She is already knowledgeable about the McDowell Center operations. Another position has been filled at the Office for the Blind. That is the Facility Manager at the McDowell Center. There were almost 50 candidates that applied for the Facility Manager position. Several had good experience, but not enough in the areas of supervision and management to qualify for the position. Heidi Kesterson has been unanimously selected by the interview panel to be the new Facility Administrator for the McDowell Center. She will begin work on Monday, February 18. Heidi, who lives in Louisville, has a bachelor's degree in organizational management from Midway College and has been an adjunct faculty member at JCC, instructing courses in mental health and community needs and group dynamics. She has worked at Neuro Restorative for 17 years in residential health care management, brain injury unit, where she provides 24-hour support to staff to ensure quality services for participants. Her job responsibilities at Neuro Restorative include managing staff and developing and maintaining working relationships with all participants, families, staff, and regulatory agencies. She is responsible for monitoring compliance with all regulations and policies, overseeing recruitment, training, retention, payroll, as well as projecting and monitoring expenses. Central Kentucky Blind Unit Sarah Johnson, MRC, CRC, is the new manager over the staff in the VR unit in Louisville and Covington. Sarah worked for OFB at the McDowell Center several years ago and then transferred to OVR as a VR counselor. Her first day as manager over the rehabilitation counselors and assistants for the blind in these offices will be Monday, February 18. Alan Gullett will continue oversight of the Eastern Kentucky Blind Unit in Prestonsburg, Lexington, Ashland, and Somerset. Misty Knight will continue oversight of the Western Kentucky Blind Unit in Paducah, Bowling Green, Owensboro, and Elizabethtown. Statewide Rehabilitation Council Last month, Patrick Shirley, legal counsel for the Office of Vocational Rehabilitation, made the decision to leave state government. Efforts are continuing to establish the Rehabilitation Council, and we are sure that we will have more information coming soon. And the last announcement concerning Services for the Blind was posted on February 12, and is good news indeed. The Office for Vocational Rehabilitation is pleased to announce that we are opening Category 2 under the Order of Selection. The Rehabilitation Act, as amended, requires agencies to prioritize categories within the eligibility process in the event a shortage of fiscal resources and personnel resources occurs and categories must be closed. As you are aware, the Office of Vocational Rehabilitation, in an effort to reduce expenses due to fiscal deficits, has been in order of selection with all categories closed except for Priority Category 1 since July 1 of 2016. 
Effective Monday, February 18, 2019, individuals who are on the waiting list in Priority Category 2 will be moved to eligible status, and they will be provided the necessary rehabilitation services to meet their individual vocational goals. Category 1 and 2 will remain open until further notice. This means any new applicants will not be placed on a waiting list unless in Priority Category 3 or 4. We will continue to monitor our funds and expenditures to determine the need to keep the categories open. Please let us know if you have any questions. This was an announcement from Cora McNabb, Executive Director, Kentucky Career Center, Office of Vocational Rehabilitation. APH's Nearby Explorer is a full-featured GPS app for iOS and Android devices that empowers users to travel with confidence. It uses GPS and your phone's compass to speak real-time information about your surroundings, including millions of points of interest in the U.S. and Canada. Nearby Explorer is available on Google Play and on the App Store. Send to Braille is a free tool for creating a Braille file quickly in Windows. It adds a shortcut to your Send to Folder menu. Once installed, simply point to a file, right-click, select Send to, select Braille, to create a quick Braille file instantly. Download Send to Braille from the American Printing House for the Blind at tech.aph.org lt. Page 3. People often ask, why should I join the American Council of the Blind or an affiliate of ACB? There are many answers to this question, and those answers are as varied as are the many state and special interest affiliates and chapters within ACB. All ACB affiliates are required to certify their memberships to the national organization by March 15. Because our affiliate voting strength at the National Conference and Convention in July is based on our March 15 membership, many of us are working hard to get those 2018 members to renew and to recruit new members to our respective organizations. On this page, we are sharing several membership options with you. We'll review the work and activities of the Kentucky Council of the Blind and its chapters, as well as those of the American Council of Blind Lions, ACB Families, and Library Users of America. For complete information on how to contact your state affiliate or to learn more about other special interest affiliates in ACB, visit acb.org and follow the affiliates link. Join the KCB team. KCB and its chapters help people with vision loss learn about services, products, and resources that improve their daily lives. Our free weekly audio magazine, Sound Prints, our website, our Facebook and Twitter pages, our newsletter, our in-person and telephone support groups, and our chapter meetings and programs all combine to touch the lives of people with vision loss throughout the state. The power of working together is clear. Together, we are increasing the number of movies, DVDs, television, and online programs with audio description. Together, we are helping to make technology and websites more accessible to blind and visually impaired people. Together, we are making Braille, large print, audio, and electronic books more readily available to people throughout the world. 
Together, we are working for Medicare coverage of low vision devices and for more and more large print and talking prescription labels. Help us make a difference. Take a few minutes to complete the membership information online and to be part of the KCB team. Blind, visually impaired, and sighted Kentuckians and those who live within 25 miles of the border of Kentucky are welcome. Dues are only $8 for one year or $40 for a life membership. If you're already a 2019 or life member of our team, you can use the membership opportunity to update your contact information, join one or more KCB chapters, make a donation to support our good work, and update your newsletter, sound prints, and ACB Braille Forum subscriptions. Use your credit card to pay dues online or call us at 502-895-4598 to pay by phone. Visit our new membership page on our website at www.kentucky-acb.org. You can join a KCB special interest or regional chapter at the same time that you join the Kentucky Council of the Blind. Our regional chapters include the Eastern Kentucky Christian Council of the Blind, which serves the Jackson and Hazard area in the southeastern Kentucky mountains. They have no membership dues, but they do meet for a summer picnic, a Christmas party, and several meetings during the year. The Northern Kentucky Council of the Blind holds a chapter meeting the second Wednesday of each month at 7 p.m. by conference call. They also hold other activities during the year. For more information about NKCB, contact Jerry Slusher at 859-781-7369. NKCB also has no chapter dues, but you do need to indicate your chapter membership. The Greater Louisville Council of the Blind holds roundabout activities each week on Friday, as well as other activities during the year and quarterly meetings and a Christmas party. The GLCB dues are $2 per year, and you can, of course, pay those dues at any GLCB activity, or you can pay them on the membership form. The Support Alliance of the Visually Impaired is our chapter in Owensboro in the Western Kentucky area. They meet the second Tuesday of each month from 1 to 3 p.m. Central Time, and they also hold various workshops and activities during the month. For more information about SAVVY, contact Rick Boggess at 270-684-4418 or Cheryl Lott at 270-686-8689. Savvy dues are $2 and can be paid on the membership form or at any Savvy meeting. KCB also has four special interest affiliates. The first is the Kentucky Council of Citizens with Low Vision. People with vision loss often face unique challenges, and the Kentucky Council of Citizens with Low Vision, KCCLV, is a KCB chapter that is also affiliated with the Council of Citizens with Low Vision International, an ACB special interest affiliate. 
KCCLV addresses the special needs and concerns of individuals who have low vision. If you have vision problems due to diabetes, glaucoma, macular degeneration, retinitis pigmentosa, etc., and you sometimes feel as if you are the only person out there with a vision problem that the rest of the world just doesn't understand, KCCLV is just for you. KCCLV support groups and conference calls let you share tips and ideas for living with low vision. Programs sometimes include speakers and product demonstrations. They also include tips, information, and a chance to discover low vision devices and services that might be helpful to you. KCCLV conference calls are on the first Tuesday of each month at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. You can participate by telephone no matter where you live. Calls in odd-numbered months, such as January, March, May, etc., are support groups. Calls in even-numbered months, February, April, June, etc., also include organization business. Everyone is welcome. KCCLV also holds an in-person support group from 1.30 to 3.30 p.m. on the second and the fourth Thursday of each month at United Crescent Hill Ministries in Louisville. Again, all are welcome. For more information on all of these activities, you can contact the Kentucky Council of the Blind at 502-895-4598. Let us help you start a support group in your area. Call the KCB office for more information. KCCLV dues are $15 per year and can be paid on the membership form or at any support group activity. The Guide Dog Users of Kentuckiana, GDUKI, is an affiliate of KCB and Guide Dog Users, Inc., an ACB special interest affiliate. GDUKI advocates for the rights of individuals who use dog guides and provides opportunities for the discussion of issues such as safety, transportation, and reasonable accommodations in the workplace. GDUKI also provides peer support and informational activities for dog guide users in Kentucky and southern Indiana. In 2018, GDUKI sponsored an eye screening clinic for guide and service dogs in May, a workshop on dog massage in July, and an Ask the Vet session at the 2018 Kentucky Council of the Blind Conference and Convention in November. GDUKI also meets by conference call on the fourth Monday of each month at 7 p.m. Conference calls are open to all who wish to attend. GDUKI dues are $15 per year and can be paid at any KCB or GLCB activity or can be paid by phone or on the membership form on the website. The Tri-State Library Users is a chapter of the Kentucky Council of the Blind and also a chapter of the Library Users of America. More information on Lua in a few minutes. Tri-State Library Users is coordinating a celebration of the 50th anniversary of the Kentucky Talking Book Library, which opened its doors 50 years ago on April 1, 1969. For 50 years, KTBL has distributed hundreds of thousands of Braille and recorded books to Kentuckians who are blind and visually impaired. 
Tri-State Library users also holds a page-turners activity, which is a chance to share good books, followed by a dinner meeting on the fourth Friday of each month at the Greater Louisville Council of the Blind Roundabouts. Tri-State Library users' dues are $12 per year and can be paid at any TOU activity or on the telephone or on our membership form on the website. Our last special interest affiliate is KCB Next Generation. KCB's Next Generation chapter is leading the way in creating ACB Next Generation, a special place in ACB for members under 40. Next Generation hosts a Saturday night live chat conference call on the fourth Saturday of each month. This is a great place to meet young people across the country and make new friends. Next Gen also holds a steering committee business meeting on the second Monday of the month. It's your chance to help this new group grow in ACB. The Kentucky Council of the Blind Next Generation Chapter holds a conference call on the second Sunday of the month. You can participate no matter where you live in Kentucky. Kentucky Council of the Blind Next Generation dues are $2 and can be paid at any Next Gen activity or by telephone or on the KCB website at www.kentucky-acb.org. Be part of the affiliate that roars. Join the American Council of Blind Lions today. ACBL gives lions across the country who are blind and visually impaired a chance to share ideas and experiences. ACBL encourages people with low vision to become lions and participate in service projects in their local clubs and communities. ACBL holds informational telephone conference call meetings on the first Thursday of each month at 9 p.m. Eastern Time, 6 p.m. Pacific. Members from across the country discuss issues of importance to lions, and there is always time to ask questions and share ideas and ways we can participate in our local clubs. In 2019, the American Council of Blind Lions will once again support the ACB Scholarship Program. As a sponsor, ACBL will assist outstanding students to attend the 58th ACB National Conference and Convention in Rochester, New York, where they can learn about our outstanding organization, connect with others in their chosen fields of study, and discover the many opportunities available to them as they seek to become successful members of society. Support for this project comes from contributions from local clubs, from individual lions, and from the ACBL Treasury. You can participate by enclosing a donation from your club or from yourself with your dues. ACBL will once again hold two events at the ACB National Conference and Convention. Our Reverse Club Visit Lunch Program and Meeting and our Millie's Place Pin Swap will both happen on Wednesday, July 10 in Rochester. More details will be available on our monthly conference calls and in the convention pre-registration. If you're already a lion, have been a lion in the past, or would like to become a lion, you are invited to be part of the American Council of Blind Lions. Membership is open to people who are blind, visually impaired, or sighted. One-year membership is just $15. Life membership is $150. Whether you're new to ACBL 
or you need to review your membership for 2019, you can take a few minutes now to become part of ACBL. It's quick and easy. You can pay dues by phone with your credit card by calling 502-897-1472 or go to paypal.com and send money to lions, L-I-O-N-S dot A-C-B at gmail.com. Or you may choose to send a check, make it payable to the American Council of Blind Lions, and mail to ACB Lions, Adam Rushville Treasurer, 148 Vernon, V-E-R-N-O-N Avenue, Louisville, Kentucky, 40206. We remind you to include your name, address, phone, and email address with your dues payment. Thank you in advance for joining ACB Lions. Our next featured affiliate is ACB Families. No matter who you are, no matter where you live, you can participate in ACB Families. We're as close as your telephone and as easy to reach as dialing a number. ACB Families holds informational teleconferences on a variety of topics. Recent topics have included an introduction to financial planning, attending the ACB National Convention on a shoestring, holiday gift ideas, and fun and educational Amazon Alexa skills. These calls and our business meetings are held on the second Sunday of the month. ACB Families sponsors a peer support group on the fourth Sunday of each month. This is your chance to share family-related questions and tips and learn from the experiences of others. Discussion often centers around technology, ways to handle unexpected situations, school-related issues, and interactions between visually impaired and sighted family members. ACB Families sponsors a breakfast at the ACB National Convention. In 2018, we learned about useful and fun echo skills that are easy to use and family-friendly. Our family's bingo is always a popular event at the National Convention. We'll be announcing our convention activities for 2019 very soon. We share information through our email list and Facebook page. Join our email list by sending a blank message to families-subscribe at acblists.org. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash acbfamilies. Join ACB Families now. Dues are just $8 per person. Take a few minutes to complete the... Take a few minutes to give us a phone call and pay dues by credit card. You can call 502-897-1472 or visit... PayPal.com and send money to families, F-A-M-I-L-I-E-S dot A-C-B at gmail.com. Or you can write a check and mail to ACB Families, 148 Vernon, V-E-R-N-O-N Avenue, Louisville, Kentucky, 40206. Welcome to our ACB family. And finally, our last ACB affiliate to feature on this page is the Library Users of America. 
Become a 2019 member of the Library Users of America and help us improve library services and access to information for people who are blind and visually impaired. Quality library services through NLS Talking Book Libraries and BARD are a high priority for people with low vision. Budget cuts and shortages of operating funds threaten current and future services for people who are blind and visually impaired. Lua President Brian Charlson and other Lua members are presenting at conferences and participating in ongoing discussions that encourage more accessibility at local public libraries and address issues related to the NLS program. Lua meetings at the American Council of the Blind Conference and Convention include informative programs and discussions related to library services. Lua presents workshops on the latest book-related hardware and software applications. Lua brings its programs within the reach of every person who is blind or visually impaired in the country. Our Library Without Walls conference calls are an opportunity to share good books on a variety of topics. Calls are scheduled every other month and are open to all. The Lua Ledger is our excellent magazine. It is published one to two times a year and is available in Braille, large print, on NLS audio cartridge and by email. A Lua members-only email list was established in 2017. Posted there are announcements of Libraries Without Walls conference calls and other teleconferences and information of interest to library users. The Lua Ledger is also posted on this list. Become a member of Lua now. Lua dues are $12 for one year or $150 for a life membership. You can join Lua directly or through one of our three chapters, California, telephone 510-352-2029, Kentucky, call 502-895-4598, or Texas, call 281-438-9665. Note that chapters may have additional dues as well. You can join Lua directly, not through a chapter, by calling 502-897-1472 to pay by credit card. Or you can visit paypal.com and send money to lua, L-U-A, dot payments, P-A-Y-M-E-N-T-S, at gmail.com. Or make a check payable to Library Users of America and mail to Library Users of America, 148 Vernon Avenue, Louisville, Kentucky, 40206. Thank you for becoming part of the Library Users of America. Page 4. Debbie and I are going up on Saturday and coming back on Monday. Um, I think Matt and the men are like going Friday, coming back on Monday. Uh, and so Patty and Shirley are going Saturday, and they're going to come back on Tuesday. And, because they're going to go do all that walking on Capitol Hill. And there's three things they're going to be talking about. You all have heard about those. Uh, the one is the Medicare low vision uh, provisions for CCTVs and all the low vision devices. That was a big deal in the discussion yesterday at the low vision meeting. We had 24 people at that meeting yesterday. 
But another topic is the low vision, uh, the accessibility of diabetes-related uh, devices, and be they glucose, be they glucometers or whatever. The need for accessibility to be um, almost mandated in those devices because the companies are not making them all accessible. There needs to be some regulation there of some kind. Patty yesterday had this idea that she would, uh, she said, oh, maybe I can get, as, as people were trying on the new eyes glasses, we had a rep from there yesterday, she said, oh, I, maybe I can get a video of some of these people trying these things on as they're saying, oh, I can see this or see that, that we can edit down and show the, uh, when we go to Rand Paul's office and when we go to McConnell's office and when we go to the, all the representatives' offices so they can see why this stuff is important. And so we'd like a little touch, too, of why these diabetes devices are important. Because it's so much more meaningful if they hear it from somebody who's, you know, back home. But Bill is going to tell us about his uh, Freestyle Libra device, too. I have the Freestyle Libra. Okay, um, and I got mine from CBS because CBS is the easiest for me to get to. You can get it at uh, Kroger's, you can get it at Walgreens, you can get it at Walmart, and they all different prices. Um, I have uh, Anthem. Anthem paid about 90% of the um, of the cost, and I I ended up paying um, a, a small amount. I paid like about thirty dollars of um, um, of to to get started. When you get started, you get two um, devices. It goes on your arm. Each one is works for 14 days, and they give you a scanner to to start with. Okay, that scanner that comes with the Libra devices is not does not talk. So to get your the device that I'm wearing on my in between my elbow and my shoulder. Um, you write on the left on one arm for 14 days, and then you switch it to the to the other arm. And I to get to get it to read, to get it to talk, get it communicate to me. I had to go get a new iPhone. You have to have a eight or higher iPhone for the device to communicate with the icon. Um, so you, um, I, 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 had to, um, I had to go get an eight. And um, is, is there any questions? You, you have to get your doctor to to prescribe it. 
and once your doctor um, prescribes it, they, they will give you two, two boxes. In one box, you have two 14-day units that goes on your arm. In the other box, you have a scanner which is not accessible for the blind. It's for people with, with diabetes. What it does is it reads my um, it, it reads my blood sugar. Instead of me, I'm, I'm sorry, maybe I should explain it this way. Instead, it replaces the finger stick. If 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 you if if you do the finger stick and you have problems with the finger stick, this device. Will, um, will will replace it. It has a needle in it. It sticks, you know. And when you and when you take it off, um, there's a little sore spot. And that's the reason you switch arms every time. So like like I started out on my left arm. I did that for 14 days, and the scanner would 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 not. It, I did not make it work. So um, I talked to my doctor about it, and she talked to the um, the, the, the business rep, the um, the you know that the doctors communicate with with Anthem and and with Freestyle, and and they they. They checked around and they said, yes, it would work with my telephone and my telephone will, will, will read it. It gives me the number and that way I know, uh, you know, I, I, I know what the number is. And that, that way, you know, I'm not, you know, I'm, I'm getting, you know, like, like when you stick your finger to get your, um, to get your blood sugar, you, you get that three-digit number. Okay, my phone reads that three-digit number. And you don't have to worry about if you have enough blood on the strip. No, because um, I have to get someone decided to to put it on, and once once it's um, because they have to line up the needle. And once it's on, I can check it as often as I want to for 14 days. It counts down the days. Like it will tell me how many days I have left on the monitor and I'm wearing on my, uh, on my arm right now. And it's about the size of a quarter. Total, reach over here. I've got oh, a question wow. for you, it's Bill. Yeah. So you're saying that it cost you about $30 and that was your copay, but then you had to get the accessible phone. So all in all, how much did it really cost you going to and from and getting the new phone and, um, and with, okay. with the device itself? So how much did all of that cost? It's okay. over, but I'm just saying, that's what I wanted so yeah, that they could see the start 
it cost you a hundred dollars and if you're on a fixed income you know to get something to work for you yeah that's 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 you know, that's food yes. for the month you know so that's where i was going with it okay i'm done but I have a question on you know, the phone with somebody with some insurance or anybody pay for the the accessible phones since that's part of the medical no. since that's the only way you can do it. No, 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 because because they are they are providing a um, they are providing a scanner um, with the equipment and they won't pay for the phone. They will not. They're not going to get. You're not going to get Medicare to pay for your phone. I'm lucky enough to get to get Anthem to pay for the insulin, to pay for the um, the Vigo, to pay for the um, the you know the the, the Libra device. Okay. There is something else about that as a follow up. Um, technically. Uh, you have to meet some guidelines before you're eligible for for the insurance coverage on the on this device and a number of people have been told well they're not eligible um, my doctor said I'm not eligible or anthem said or, or whoever said I'm not eligible if you've got a doctor that will kind of go to bat for you and make the point that you can't test with the regular uh, you know that that the testing the, with the finger stick is a problem because you can't uh, get the right amount of blood. You can't do this. Can't do that. Then um, you know. Then sometimes that gets that exception gets made. But this is but this is one of the things that we um, one of the issues that we want to bring to Congress is that here's all of these. You know, blindness is a major thing with diabetes. And here's all of these people that have, and many, many more becoming visually impaired who don't have accessibility of the equipment that's out there. So anyway, that's, that's where it is. Hope that was helpful. Page five, the Sound Prince calendar. On February 20, the Braille Revival League will hold a focus call at 8.30 p.m. Eastern time. BRL, a special interest affiliate of the American Council of the Blind, will host this call focusing on the uses of Braille. What do you use Braille to do? What would you miss most if Braille went away? Join BRL and share ideas by calling 515-603-3151 and enter code 2752255. February 21 is a Crossroads Planning Committee meeting at 7.30 p.m. Eastern. Call 669-900-6833 and enter code 3572-595-193. February 21 is an ACB Next Generation Social Committee call. At 9 p.m. Eastern at 669-900-6833, enter code 3572-595-193. For questions, contact Amanda Salm at 502-750-1774 or email her at alsmoot, S-M-O-O-T-87, at gmail.com. February 22, GLCB Roundabout, Education and Technology, with individual activities such as 
tech support, genealogy, braille, and so on from 3.30 to 5, tip sheet 5 to 5.30, page turners 5.30 to 6, dinner 6 to 7, $6 a person, and games and crafts from 7 until 10. For more information and to sign up, call 502-895-4598. February 23, ACB Next Generation Saturday Night Live Hangout at 8 p.m. Eastern for ACB members and individuals who are 40 and under throughout the country. For more information, contact Amanda Selm at 502-750-1774 and to join the call, Call 669-900-6833 and enter code 3572-595-193. February 23-26 to is the ACB Mid-Year Meeting and Legislative Seminar, Alexandria, Virginia. February 23 is the ACB Board Meeting. February 24, Affiliate President's Meeting. February 25, Legislative Seminar and Training. And February 26, Capitol Hill Day. For more information, visit acb.org slash 2019-presidents, P-R-E-S-I-D-E-N-T-S dash legislative, L-E-G-I-S-L-A-T-I-V-E dash meetings. February 24, ACB Family Support Group Meeting. At 9 p.m. Eastern Time, participate from anywhere in the country by calling 712-432-3900 and entering code 796096. February 25 is the Guide Dog Users of Kentuckyana membership call. At 7 p.m. by phone, call 605-475-6006 and enter code 294444. On February 25, SAVVY, the Support Alliance of the Visually Impaired, will hold its Budget Committee meeting at 8 p.m. Central Time at 669-900-6833, enter code 3572-595-193. On February 26, ACB Next Generation will have its Nationwide Organizational Development Committee conference call at 8 p.m. Eastern. Call 669-900-6833 and enter 3572-595-193. February 27 is the Bluegrass Council Peer Support Group Meeting. From noon to 2 p.m. at the Bluegrass Council office in Lexington, 1093 South Broadway is their address. For more information, call 859-259-1834. On February 28, the Kentucky Council of Citizens with Low Vision will have its next in-person support group meeting in Louisville, 1.30 to 3.30 p.m. Eastern. This is a great activity for those who have begun experiencing vision loss or who have been visually impaired for several years. It's at the United Crescent Hill Ministries in Louisville. For more information, call 502-895-4598. Looking ahead to March, on March 1... Savvy in Owensboro will have a workshop on accessible reading materials, part one. From 10 to noon Central Time, join us to learn about the Kentucky Talking Book Library and NFB Newsline at the Wing Avenue Baptist Church, 628 Wing Avenue in Owensboro. 
Registration is required. Call 270-684-4418 or 270-686-8689. On March 1, the Greater Louisville Council of the Blind will have a roundabout with the Education and Technology time from 3.30 to 5, Discussion time from 5 to 6, Dinner 6 to 7. This is $6 a person and it will include carryout from the Louisville East Lions Club Chili Supper. That will be chili and hot dogs and dessert. Games and crafts from 7 until 10. At United Crescent Hill Ministries, call 502-895-4598 to sign up. On March 3, the Greater Louisville Council of the Blind will have its committee meetings, advocacy at 7 p.m., and education, activities, and technology, the EAT Committee, at 8 p.m., Call 605-475-6006 and enter code 294444 to participate. On March 4, the Savvy Program Committee will meet at 7 p.m. Central Time at 669-900-6833, enter code 3572-595-193. On March 5, the Kentucky Council of Citizens with Low Vision will have its monthly conference call support group meeting. This is at 8 p.m. Eastern Time. Individuals statewide experiencing low vision are encouraged to call in and ask questions, share tips, and comments. At 669-900-6833, enter code 3572-595-193. On March 7, the American Council of Blind Lions will have its monthly conference call at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. This is open to... Blind Lions from around the country. It's an excellent opportunity to share ideas about how to be involved in local clubs. 9 p.m. Eastern Time, 712-432-3900, intercode 796096. On March 8, the Greater Louisville Council of Blind Roundabout will include education and technology from 3.30 to 5, discussion time 5 to 6, dinner 6 to 7, $6 per person, Bargain table, 7 to 7.30, and bingo, $2 a person from 7.30 until 9.30. At United Crescent Hill Ministries in Louisville, to sign up, call 502-895-4598. On March 9, the GLCB board meeting will be held at 11 a.m. by phone at 605-475-6006, enter code 294444. On March 10, the Kentucky Council of the Blind Next Generation Chapter will hold its meeting at 8 p.m. by phone. This is the regular monthly chapter meeting for visually impaired people 40 years and under in Kentucky. Dial 669-900-6833 and enter 3572-595-193. On March 10, ACB Families will have its monthly meeting at 9 p.m. You can participate from anywhere in the country by calling 712-432-3900 and entering code 796096. On March 12, the Support Alliance of the Visually Impaired, SAVVY, will have its monthly chapter meeting from 1 to 3 p.m. Central Time at the Wing Avenue Baptist Church, 628 Wing Avenue in Owensboro. For more information, call 270-684-4418 or 270-686-8689. On March 12, the Savvy Board will 
Meet at 7 p.m. Central Time by conference call at 669-900-6833, intercode 3572-595-193. March 13 is the monthly meeting of the Northern Kentucky Council of the Blind. 7 p.m. Eastern Time, call 605-475-4700 and intercode 155-619. For more information about NKCB, call Jerry Slusher at 859-781-7369. On March 13, the KCBPR Membership Committee will meet at 8 p.m. Eastern at 669-900-6833, intercode 3572-595-193. March 14 is the Kentucky Council of Citizens with Low Vision Support Group Meeting. This is an in-person meeting in Louisville from 1.30 to 3.30 p.m. At United Crescent Hill Ministries, for more information, call 502-895-4598. March 15 is another Savvy Workshop on Accessible Reading Materials. This is Part 2 of the workshop from 10 a.m. to noon Central Time. Join them to learn more about NFB Newsline, Bookshare, Learning Ally, and more at the Wing Avenue Baptist Church, 628 Wing Avenue in Owensboro. To make reservations, call 270-684-4418 or 270-686-8689. March 15 is the GLCB Roundabout. It will include education and technology from 3.30 until 5, a tip sheet from 5 to 5.30, dinner beginning at 5.30, and then a visit to the American Printing House for the Blind to see the performance of Charlotte's Web as part of their Reader's Theater. To sign up, call 502-895-4598. And more about the Reader's Theater, March 15 and 16 is the Braille Reader's Theater at the American Printing House for the Blind, 7 to 9 p.m. on Friday evening and 1 to 3 p.m. On Saturday afternoon, March 16, APH's Braille Readers Theater presents the classic tale of a terrific, radiant, and humble pig named Wilbur in Joseph Robinette's adaptation of E.B. White's Charlotte's Web. The tale begins when a soft-hearted farm girl named Fern interferes with her father's plan to turn a scrawny piglet into pork chops. As Wilbur grows and begins to cost his owner a fortune in feed, it takes the help of all his farmyard friends to save his life again. This classic tale of friendship, selflessness, and the circle of life will enchant audiences of all ages. At the American Printing House for the Blind on Frankfurt Avenue. This is free to the public, but registration is required. Best for ages 6 and up. Call 502-899-2213 to make reservations. If you plan to attend with the Greater Louisville Council of the Blind on Friday, March 15, as part of Roundabout, please call GLCB at 502-895-4598 to make your reservations so that we do not have duplicate seating. March 16 is the Savvy Bowling Outing, 3.30 to 5.30 p.m. Central Time, at the Diamond Lane South in Owensboro. Register by calling 270-684-4418. By noon on March 15, Savvy will pay for rental of up to two lanes. 
If additional lanes are needed, the $44 per lane cost will be divided equally among participants. Everyone is responsible for shoe rental, $2.50, snacks, etc. March 17 is the meeting of the Kentucky School for the Blind Alumni Board at 8 p.m. by phone. Call 605-475-6006 and enter code 294444. March 18 is the Kentucky Council of the Blind Board meeting at 8 p.m. by phone. Call 669-900-6833 and enter 3572-595-193. March 22 is the GLCB Roundabout, including Education and Technology, 3.30 to 5 p.m., the Tip Sheet, 5 to 5.30 Page Turners and a meeting of the Tri-State Library users, 5.30 to 6. Dinner at 6 p.m. A KCB Next Generation activity, games and crafts after 7 o'clock. At United Crescent Hill Ministries, call 502-895-4598 to sign up. March 24 is the ACB Family Support Group meeting at 9 p.m. Eastern Time. You can participate from anywhere in the country. Call 712-432-3900 and enter code 796096. March 25 is the Guide Dog Users of Kentuckyana March Membership Meeting at 7 p.m. Eastern by phone. Call 605-475-6006 and enter code 294444. If you have questions about the Kentucky Council of the Blind or you need information on resources for people with vision loss, Call us at 502-895-4598 or email us at kcb at kentucky-acb.org. Sound Prince is a production of the Kentucky Council of the Blind and is heard each week on ACB Radio Mainstream at acbradio.org, Central Kentucky Radio I at radioi.org, and the KCB website at www.kentucky-acb.org. Complete schedule information is also available on the website. Sound Prince is underwritten by the Louisville Downtown Lions Club, and by the American Printing House for the Blind. This is Carla Rushable for Soundprints. Have a great week, everybody.